0: mind, not the heart. Amen. Amen. We are still in the series of Church on Fire, and, uh-huh. and this will be the last message, at least on the fire of purpose, the fire of purpose. Amen. So allow me to sit down in this today. Allow me to, to, to paint the picture that needs to be painted so that we can get a glimpse of what God is trying to say to us. If you have your Bibles with you, we are going to be reading from Exodus chapter 3, verses really, I'm going to read a 6, I'm probably going to read through six, the 6, on the screen you will get 1 through 4, but I will probably keep reading, I, I'm, I'm not sure, y'all, y'all, y'all just going to have to just... reading from the Amplified, so if you do not have that, you can look on the screen before you, and you will find these words. Now, Moses kept the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back or west side of the wilderness, and came to to her Saniah, the, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. Uh-huh. He looked and behold, the bush burned with fire yet was not consumed. Amen. Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burnt. Amen. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, I am here. Moses said, Do not God said, Do not come near. Put your shoes off your feet for the place in which you stand is holy ground. Also, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face from him, for he was afraid to look at God. Amen. Amen. Father, even in the mighty name of Jesus, speak a word to us. Penetrate through all the static. Penetrate through all the stuff. Allow it to be a personal discussion with you. Lord, move Tracy out the way. Allow your Shekinah glory to fall fresh on us. Lord, by your anointing, by your grace to your glory. Lord, by your anointing, by your grace to your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I remember as a kid being captivated, waiting for the movie of the Ten Commandments to be shown. I remember there was an epic film that, that caught our imagination. It was a film that was... That was Probably for the first time, that much money was spent to, to <laughs> depict a Bible story. Cecil DeMille in 1956, was the director of this film, and in this film was big name actors like Charleston yeah. Heston and Joel Brenner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean I mean, the cost of this film back then was so great that they probably could not make that film today. In this film, you saw and Heston playing the role of Moses, and, and your Brenner was Pharaoh. And you saw this epic competition between good and evil, Moses representing God and your brother representing the gods of Pharaoh and Egypt. You saw the most powerful nation in the world stand up against the edicts of God and God showing himself. There's a part in the film that showed Moses on the back side <laughs> of the mountain. Right tending sheep. Before then, if you go back a little bit farther, you see him being raised up in the house of Pharaoh, being vanished to everything that the Egyptians had. And you got to remember that the Egyptians were the number one empire in the world at that time. They knew mathematics. They knew science. They knew martial arts. They knew how to write. They knew how to do just about everything. And Moses was trained in all of that. I don't know when he discovered that his heritage, that his bloodline was a Hebrew, but at some point he discovered. Uh You know, you know, you know, Moses somehow knew that there was purpose in him and he was supposed to, he was supposed to deliver the children of Israel. But in chapter two of our story in Exodus, Moses, instead of waiting on God, went before God. And when he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, he looked to the right, he looked to the left, thought that nobody was there, and killed the Egyptian. You know what? We get in trouble when we start doing God's stuff with our means. Hold on, y'all y'all, y'all. y'all didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. Hold on, hold on. I don't care how smart we are, how good we think we are, we cannot do the work of God by our own endeavors. Hold on. Let's say, y'all, I'm not clapping loud enough. You know, matter of fact, a lot of us have messed up. Because once God showed us, we said, we got this, and we left God. And when we went in there, we got our bucks kicked, and we came back, and we blamed God. (laughs) (laughs) Pharaoh, sometimes God can't use what we learn. times we got to forget what we have learned cuz what we learned would get in the way of God's power yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Here he is Now 40 years In our text 40 years on the back side of the mountain tending sheep after 40 years, folks, them forgot about you. After 40 years, you think your purpose is dead? Some of us are sitting here today, think that we done messed up so bad that God done set us on a shelf. Let me let me let me share something. With you. When God is quiet, God is still working. When it seems like God isn't doing anything, he's still working in the background. He's still building you. He's still preparing. Hold on. Wait a minute. It seems like nothing is happening. He's on the backside of the mountain tending sheep. Some some God forsaken land. The only thing that represents God is that the mountain is in the mountain of God. And Moses done forgot. The people from forgot. His mom is still grieving him. And God still remembers. To anybody today who feels like folks done cast you aside and forgotten you. I want you to know that in spite of your mess up, in spite spite of what folks have to say, in spite of what Satan has thrown at you, God still got purpose in you, in you, in you. Show the text, show the text, show the text. On our text, what is happening is here he is tending sheep and God Shows up where Moses is. All right. yes, sir. Yes, he God will find you where you are at. Yes, sir. Don't ever think you're too far gone. Don't, don't ever think you're too far out. Don't ever think that God can't find you. Oh, yes, he can. God just don't show up on Sunday. God will show up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. God will step into your mess. Listen, the mess you made. Not just the mess other people made for you, but the mess up you made. God will come stepping in and show up right where No, God knows just how to speak to us. And whatever he speaks to us, he speaks to us in a way that is just for us. That's yes, what I'm saying. The burning bush was a message for Moses that his purpose was still burning in his bosom. <laughs> the burning that he saw of a bush that would not consume God was saying, I know it's been a long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you've been on the backside of the mountain. Mm-hmm. But that what you thought I was going to do through you, yes, but you went ahead of me. Now it's time to go back and pick up your purpose. Listen, it's not unusual for a bush to be burning. It's just unusual that the bush bush doesn't burn up. If God has placed something in you, it doesn't matter what folks say about you. Listen, if God has placed it, if God has placed it, not if other folks have placed it, if God has placed it. Anybody who can't endure for the long journey, before they jump out there, maybe God really hasn't called you. Before God can expose you, God has to prepare you. On the backside of the mountain, it was God working on Moses while Moses was taking care of nasty, dirty, stinky sheep. Yes, sir. Listen, Cecil Demills did a, a, a picture of this, and I think he is correct. In his movie, while Moses was in the wilderness for 40 years, he kept on hearing something saying, Moses, uh-huh. yes, sir. Moses, uh-huh. Moses, yes, sir. don't you know that God will speak to you? God would be whispering to you. You may be driving the car and you hear something. In a church service, God is still speaking. Sometimes we're we're trying to shut up the voice because we don't want to do what God wants us to do, but it's still saying your name. Sometimes we we try to we try to play loud music, but but through the loud music, you hear the still quiet voice, still saying, "I'm still talking to you." There's some things that God said, "I can't use you as long as you got this in the way. Get it out the way, and I'll, I'll use you." See, see what God would do? He will, in in spite of me. Talking with the the phone and, and with the microphone, with the speaker. God will weave in between what I'm saying and say some stuff I'm not even saying. And you come back and say, Reverend, you said, I didn't say that. God must have been speaking and said some stuff that... <laughs> Philippians. No... Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians 2.10. In Ephesians 2.10, we dealt with this a little bit, but I want to go back and pick up the part that I didn't get the last time. We are his workmanship. We, we are his masterpiece. God is working in us. He, he, we are his Handy work. Look what it said. He has recreated Christ in us. Yes, Listen, yes, God not just taking the old, but He done put something brand new in you. Yes, uh, I don't think y'all got that. That's what I'm saying. God doesn't just take the new and revise it. But he comes, and now you are a new creation. You are a new creature. He placed his spirit in you. That which wasn't in you before is now in you. So that which you couldn't do before, you can do now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's go on. In Christ, he said, you are born anew. Listen, though you still have an old body, you got a new inside. Uh, Y'all didn't hear me. No, you don't, no, your hands don't look new. No, your feet still look old. and Maybe the outside haven't changed. But the inside mm-hmm. doesn't change. That means, though, your lips still look the same. It's just that after a while, they can't say the same thing they, they used to say. Hold on, Not that they can't say it, they don't want it. That means that your feet quit going to some of the places they used to creep to. That means that after a while, your creeping days stop creeping. That means after a while, you get a new dance. When you used to be the best dancer out there in the club, now you bring your dance into the house of God. And dance for God, hold on, hold on. You know how we used to be? We used to be able to party all night. I remember some of y'all. Yeah. Get up and go to work the next day? Hang over and everything. Party over here in God's house. Now all of a sudden, you may be doing the same thing, but you're doing it for a Lord with a new attitude. He don't take that stuff away; he redirected. That now it brings Him glory. Let's read on. Look, look, listen. God predestined, pre-planned before time. He said to take paths. Listen, paths that are pre-prepared. Ahead of time. You have a path. I have a path that is already pre-prepared. Sometimes what we do, we ask God to bless the path we want to take. Don't raise your hand. We've all been there. And then we get mad at God when the path doesn't end up the way it's supposed to then we ask God, why didn't he bless our path? But wait a minute. God is not in the blessing our path business. God already got a path laid out for you that's already blessed. Your blessings is there. Your power is there. The anointing, listen. Now check this out. If the path is already there, then once you find it, Everything you need, every. Every. every power, strength, peace. But wait a, minute, wait a minute, preacher. I'm on the path, but there's obstacles on the path. But wait a minute. If God made the path, then He chose the obstacles that's on the path. If he chose the obstacles that's on the path, then he has already given you the power you need to make it through your path. Listen, God didn't go to the beginning and went to the end. He went to the end. Backed it up to the beginning and then set you on the path that he backed up. Already set the... Listen, if you are on the path, yes, it is guaranteed. 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 Let's say this again. Yes, if you are on the path that God laid for you, uh-huh. then it's guaranteed, guaranteed. you're going to end where he wants you to end at. Yes, but what you got to do is stay on the path that he has laid for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, listen, listen. He said, He prepared ahead of time that we shall walk in them, living the good life which he pre made ready for not just some of our lives, all of our lives. 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 Philippians chapter two, verse twelve. So then, my brother, just as you have always obeyed, not just in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Let's wait a Work out. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, allow that which is working in you to be worked out of you. Allow what I'm doing. Don't get in my way because I'm working in you. That 40 years that Moses was on the backside of the mountain, it seems like that God was not doing anything. But I want you to know that God was doing everything. God was preparing Moses for a great work. Don't ever say you're too old to work for God. Don't ever think that God is giving up on you. Don't ever think that you can't get back on the path that you need to get on. Look, what's this? Next one. He said, he said, do it with fear and tremor. Not fear and tremor. Not not that, not that you're working for your salvation, but you're working from your salvation. And you're doing it because you love God. It's, it's the love of Christ that constraineth you. You're doing it because He's the best thing that ever happened to you. You're doing it because you want to please God, and you don't want to disappoint Him. You're doing it because you recognize God being good to you. You're doing it because you recognize God came and got you, chose you, elected you, pulled you out, and set you free. You're doing it because the only thing you can do is give back to Him. Listen, for as God who is at work with you both, listen, to will... And to work for his... Listen, he is at work in you right now. Right now. Right now. He's working something out. Regardless of what you think you're in, he's working it out. Regardless of what may be happening when you go home, he's working it out. Listen, as long as you're trying to get on the path, God is what. Where you are now is not where you will always be. What you're going through now is not always going to be what you're going to go through. Don't give up halfway through. Persevere and go through because I think God is up to something and you don't want to miss what he's up to. The problem is, is that Satan, when you're in the midst of something, will put candy or put chocolate Y'all know y'all love some chocolate. He'll dip it in chocolate. And it tastes good while it's in your mouth. The problem is, once you swallow this thing, it's not as good as it tasted. Some of us now is dealing with some consequences of stuff that we knew we had no business biting into. We asked God to bless it. God said, no. We said, Lord, I want it. God said, no. We went down the app. No, let's, let's, let's go back for that. God said, no, 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 no. We still went ahead and did it. And now we... W- Listen. Watching TV, and and there was an a series of people that used to be heroin addicts. We always hear about the high that heroin gives you, and that the heroin addict is the first hit is so good you want another one. Matter of fact, it was reported in New York City at one time when heroin was at its heydays that as you got off the bus that a dealer would shoot you with a needle and put his card in your pocket. <laughs> Knowing that a high percentage of those that they shot were call to get another fix. What no one talks about, they always talk about how good the high is. No one tells you that the most fearful thing about heroin is when you come down. Uh Talking with people that are heroin addicts, and this is what I was told. They said, man, you know, after the first high, that's good. He said, but it's not the high that gets you. They said, it's the fear yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. that when you come down, he said, you get so sick. Uh, mm-hmm. go One guy said, when I was on my dam, I ran a temperature of 107 degrees. One lady said, I had chills and a hot flash at the same time. God said, He said, He said, He said, you are fearful of getting sick. That the sickness is worse than the goodness of the high. He said, You would do anything not to get sick. He said, if somebody would have told me. If somebody would have not just told me about the high, but if they would have told me about the low, I never would have took the first shot. Knowing that the H E L L I was gonna go through let's be honest. There's a whole lot of things we wouldn't have done that we did if we would have known the consequences of what we did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No matter how good we thought it was, the price we had to pay for the disobedience. If we would have known It was going to cost us that much. We never would have. I have any witnesses in the house? (laughs) Do I have any witnesses in the house? Don't don't even tell me what it's about. But but, but I think all of us can testify. That's something. It was sweet in the mouth. But after the thrill was gone. Hold on, look what he says do all things without grumbling. Listen, listen, y'all. Upon the path is going to be trouble. Don't let the trouble, especially when you're talking to non-believers, outweigh or let it become greater than your witness. Oh, God, I see I have to break this down. Sometimes we go on the job... And we talk down our very own church. Hold on. Here we are, sat there to be a witness. And like Terry says, we build down the negative instead of talking about the goodness of Jesus. Because there is no negative with Jesus. But we... We, 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 we complain, we grumble. Listen, it's okay to have a Christian friend that you can talk to, that will encourage you, but we have the nerves to talk to folks who don't even know Jesus and grumble and complain and... Oh, shut your mouth, preacher. Wait a minute. Let me paint the picture. God set the children of Israel up that when it was time to bring them out of Egypt, what was happening on the world front was everybody was talking about Egypt. But wait a minute. They wasn't just talking about Egypt. They were talking about the God's of Egypt because they contribute the success of Egypt to their gods they were on the world news all the known territory even in in the promised land knew about Egypt because they was an empire when God took this group of ragtag uh-huh. slaves And brought them out of Egypt. Hold on, hold on. on. I want y'all to see this. When he stepped in and confronted not just Pharaoh, but every one of Pharaoh's gods, the whole world was watching. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Every time God did something, somebody went to running. Did you hear? What the Israelites God did is two for God, zero for Pharaoh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. And folks who wasn't even involved was watching to see who was going to win. And when God brought this group out of Egypt, the whole world took notice not of them but of their God somebody begin to say if God their God Jehovah God Elohim is that bad to do that just maybe just maybe their God is God wait a minute wait a minute Wait a minute. If he did that with the nation of Israel, what do you think God is up to in your personal life? What do you think God is doing taking you through your mess? Don't you know you got folks watching you and they're listening to you? Don't you know that they know that you should be crazy by now and they still see you holding onto your integrity they want you to see you fall but every time you fall you get back up every time you go through something you come out with another song of praise you come out still saying hallelujah you come out saying isn't my God good you come out saying I give him thanks Some. Somebody, somebody, somebody is watching you. That's why we can't afford to let grumbling all that come to our mouth in front of those on the outside. Because you're God's only witness. That he's able. Listen. It's not that we don't go through. We go through differently. There's a power within us that keep us, that when folks see us, still trusting him. I mean, how does it look? Folks ask you. I tell you good morning. And you say What's so good about it? Wait a minute. Even if you did roll out on the wrong side of the bed, God woke you up. God allowed your ears to hear the alarm clock. He kept your heart beating all night long. He gave you another day that said, Hallelujah. Listen, 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 listen. It's not about how you feel. It's about who you are. I'm a child. I may not look like it right now. I may not feel like it right now. But I'm a child. And you may not be able to tell because I don't feel that good. But I'm still a child. And since I'm a child, I might as well talk to my father a little bit. Let him know I'm grateful. Well I'm going to start the day with you I'm going to finish the day with you I start off hallelujah I'm going to end up hallelujah take care of everything throughout my day next verse next verse he said so that you will prove yourselves not that way that blame us but but what they see in us is the evidence of God in us. Yes, yes. What they see in us is the evidence of God in us. He said, "Children of God, above reproach in the midst." Of, he said, "You are in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation." He said, "Among whom you appear, you appear as a light." Listen. They don't understand why you do what you do. What was that word you used Ted? Peculiar? Being a child that don't make you weird. Make you peculiar. They don't understand why you still got that smile on your face. They don't understand how you can be single and satisfied. Uh, They they don't understand how how they know that you're going through stuff and you're like, good morning, ain't got good. They they don't understand why you don't meet them at happy hour and need a drink to get happy. They don't. They don't understand when you used to smoke blunts. But some of us can't say that yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. God does deliver. Okay, let's, let's go on, let's go on, let's go. I mean, I mean, but lights, we are lights in the world. Don't expect folks to like you out there. Don't try to fit in. You're not supposed to fit in. Something wrong if you do fit. Listen, I'm not giving you license to be weird. I'm giving you license to be different, to be legitimate. And ch- no, hey, with failures, we mess up, we fall, but we get back up. But, but you know who got you. You know who's keeping you. You don't mind telling nobody, he's been good to me. You just don't Now Listen, not looking down on nobody because all of us been there. But because you have been there, you can say, if you want to change, I know somebody that will help you change. I'm not looking down on you. I don't think I'm better than you. I just don't do. Do I don't want to do what I used to do. There's been a change. (laughs) Ephesians 3 and 20. Ephesians 3 and 20. We're almost done. We're almost out of here. We're almost out of here. Just, now oh, on the hymn. Yes, uh-huh. The amplifier uh-huh. tells us a little bit more. It says now on the hymn by in consequences of the action of his power. Let's say is at work. Hold on, check this out. Why are you sleep? He at work. Why are you crying? He at work. We all know what to do. He at work. When the folks you thought was gonna be there is not there, he when you feel like you all by yourself, he He's at that word. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When the devil is working, God is also. Yes, Hold on, hold on. Anybody, anybody feel me? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you are at your worst moment, and all H-E-L-L done broke loose, God is still at work for you, in you, with you. Like what it says. He's at work with us. Listen, he is at Able to keep. He is able, regardless what happens in your life, he is still able to carry out the purpose he has in Uh life. Listen, Moses messed up. Moses messed up. up. Uh he finds himself on the back side of the mountain thinking that he was forgotten. Mm -hmm. Thinking that there was no recovery from what he had done. And God says, what you don't understand, Moses, was I've been working on you. If I would have brought you out before time, You would have messed up my plan. Now you're ready for me to show you what I'm about. Listen, God will so mess you up with what he got in in you, he'll make you run from what he got in you. Someone up with me. Moses, throw down your, your cane. Turned into a serpent. And God said, go back and pick it up. Don't you know, God would take dangerous things and use it to his glory. He'll make you lay your hands on stuff that before you would never lay your hands on and use you in what you couldn't do before he changed you. Hold on, t- t- tell the person next to you, God's up to something. God's up to something. God- he really is up to something. I don't know what he's up to, but he's up to something. I may not see it yet, but he's up to something. Look, 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 look. look. He said, to do serpently above, far over, above all that we dare to ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, dream go to the next verse I want you to see this this is like a benediction but there is so much in this Paul has reached the height of what he's trying to tell us as Christians when he says hey I'm telling you God is at work in you to do abundantly, abundantly, far exceedingly abundantly in you to fulfill his purpose in you. The working of God is towards you to do exceedingly what he wants to do in you in spite of what has happened to you, in spite of what you're going through. Wait on the purpose of God to be revealed in you because God is up to something through you. He wouldn't have called you if he didn't have something for you. So wait on what he has for you because he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light to show you off to somebody that they may know that your God is God. That's what this say. It says here, the end result, the conclusion of our lives is that it would be to His glory. I, I want you to wait on that. I want you to think about that. Let me read this the way it is intended to read. To him be the glory in the church. To him be glory in Christ Jesus. To him be the glory from generation to glory to the next generation to the next generation. To him be the glory forever. To him be the glory forevermore. To him be the glory forever and ever let this be true. Glory to Him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute because we still don't see it. This is what God is up to. Regardless what path you are designed to take, all of our path ends in the same summation. It ends with the same conclusion. You got to see this. The conclusion of our lives when we follow the path of God that in the last days Mm -hmm. of your life that you will look back over your life Uh and you will be able to say with your last breath God being good To me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, listen what I'm saying. There in the last moments of your life, knowing that God is calling you home, you look back over your life with no regrets and say, I've been through some ups, I've been through some downs. But I'm here to let everybody know. Glory to God. God being good to me. Hold on. You still don't see the picture. Your children look at your life. It said glory to God because I see God in my mama. When I look back when she's laying here, yeah. when he laying here, that they say, Yes, say, I know him. Yes, I know her. And I got to say, yeah. whether I'm serving him or not, I saw God yeah. in their life yes, to God be the glory yeah. for the person that is laying here. I don't want them to be gone. But I got to testify, I seen them go through many ups and many downs. And I have to say, glory be to God for the great things he done. Hold on, hold on. Grandchildren come up and say, I thank God for my granddaddy and my grandmama. Because the life I saw them live, I not just saw them, I saw God walking in between. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. That is the sum total of what our lives in the last days ought to be about. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. The question is, are we living the type of life that folks can say now and then I see the working of their God? There must. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me straight some things out. Just because you don't think folks know you doing what you're doing. Uh There is an internal light that I can make brighter or dimmer based on how I live my life for God. Listen, listen. You may not know I see what I'm up to. Yes, but the light yes, that shines, yes, that you don't even know is shining, gets brighter yes, or dimmer yes, based on where we're at yes, sir. with Jesus. Listen, yes, they may not know what's wrong, but they know something. Oh, shut your mouth. Oh, oh, shut your mouth. What are you saying, preacher? Let me close my Bible so we can go on home. Isaiah 61 verse 3 says this. So as I'm saying, they, I don't think they have this. They may have it. Oh, no, there it is. All right, thank you. Okay, it says, grant consolation and joy to those who mourn his eye. You know what he's saying? He said, there's going to be some... Mourning. Simply the fact that you're not home yet, and you're walking through, there are situations and conditions that will make you mourn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He says, "But I would give to them a a a ornament, a garland, a diadem, which is of beauty, a crown of beauty, yes, instead of ashes." is what God said. He said. No matter how bad the ashes is, if you trust me, I will bring you up out of the ashes of your life. No matter how bad your childhood was, if you give it to me, I take the stuff that was meant to destroy you. I take the stuff that the Satan meant to harm you. I take that which... Which you still cry about. I take that which was meant to, to make you give up, and I will bring up such beauty out of your life that folks who know your past will say, How in the world did they turn out like that? I know their beginning, and their beginning is like nothing like their ending. And God said that they would see what I have done and praise me. Cause they would know that there must be a God somewhere. Wait a minute. He says, that's what he said. I will give you the, the oil of joy. Yes, sir. In the midst of your mourning, God will make you shout hallelujah. Without changing your circumstance, God will remind you, I got you. I'm with you. Listen, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the storm, you will have real joy and folks will look at you and say, she must have lost her mind. He done gone crazy. But what they won't understand is not about what's on the outside, it's what about on the inside. Let's read on. He said that you will give praise. said, Listen, have every reason to be down. And God begins to remind you yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: how he's yeah, with you. Yeah. Tears running down your face. Uh-huh. And you stand up. Yes, sir. to lost somebody. Uh-huh. And start saying, hallelujah. Because yeah. everybody in the house knows what I'm talking about. And yeah. hey, You know what I'm talking about. Raise up your hand and say, hallelujah. Yeah. By fact, when you're depressed, yeah. you know what you need to do? Lift your eyes to the heels with covered your health and say hallelujah. Sometimes you gotta stir up the joy that is already in you. But how you stir it up? You may not feel like it, but you say, I praise you. I worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I want you to see this. Next verse says this, you are the planting of the Lord. You know what that means? God said, I placed you just where you are, that you may rise up like a great oak, that your leaves will spread out and folks will look at you, won't believe that you are who you are, won't believe that you're still praising God. Won't believe that you still giving God the praise. Won't believe you still get up on Sunday morning and go to church. Won't believe you still got good things to say about God. Folks, will look at you and say, there must, there got to be a God somewhere their God is God. Their God is God. Not Based on that, someone convinced them with a lot of words, but based on that you never gave up. Based on you came through many trials and tribulations. Based on you live a lifestyle that gave evidence that your God is God. Through the storm, through the rain, through the tears, through the valley, you held on till somebody said, There must be. A God somewhere. There's no other answer on how they made us. Still praising him. Still giving joy. Still saying hallelujah. Dear God must be God. That's it. That's the purpose yes, of our life. Yes, 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 Listen to this. Yes, he promised us he would satisfy you. The reason why he promised he would satisfy you, because the more you satisfy, the more praise comes out of your mouth. Amen. Yes. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you he don't get praise from a Christian that's all burnt up. It's having a fire, and nothing can put it out. It's going through the tears and not understanding why, but still rise up. But Lord. I praise you. Let me ask you. Are you still giving God the praise? Yeah. Yeah. Through all you been through, through all the hurt, are you, still, are, you, are you still able to say, I still will serve him. I still trust him. Lord, I want the end of my life that my praise will be greater than the beginning of my life. And I want that the evidence will be that folks will not just see me on Sunday. But those that's been watching me will say, did you see their kindness? Did you see the way they love? Their must? You see, nothing else even matters. Your bank account, somebody else going to spend your money when you're gone. That house you live in, somebody else going to be sleeping on your new bed. That husband or your wife that you adore so much, somebody else going to be knocking boots. I remember, but when we faced the Lord Jesus, He said, I held on to. Matter of fact, I gave increase to. I brought glory to." Lord even though I didn't see it, other people saw it and other people will come and say, because of them, I saw the Lord also is that the purpose of our lives because that is what the purpose should be. You know what? If you off the track, you got time to get on the track. Moses was 80 years old when God went and got him and said, I got work for you to do. Never too old. You know what? No matter how much stuff you did, God calls bad boys and bad girls. (laughs) He calls the worst of the worst and make them the best of the best. So look, don't miss this opportunity to get back on path to the end of your life yes, you can look back and say I'm satisfied yes, yes. Yes. with all you have done yes, in me Lord, yes, Lord. when traded I for nothing I got preachers here that will pray with you today God is saying I, I need you to come I, I got a fire in you but you have allowed everybody and everything else to prevent you from allowing your light to shine today I want you to shine to shine to shine no matter how young, no matter how old, God will light a fire in you that nothing in life can put it out. Today, as the choir comes, if you're here, come on. Come on. Let us pray with you. Let us talk with you. Come on.